Yavamot, Perek He, Mishnah Vav. The Mishnah now returns to the subjects of the third Mishnah, which is one Yavam with one widow, to highlight the difference between Yibum and Chalitza when it comes to two acts. So, Chalat, so let's see how a Yavam who did Chalitza with his Yavama. Vasa Ma'amar, Natan gets over Al. Then Eda made Ma'amar with her, gave her a get, or did Bia with her. Over Al, or did Bia with her first. Vasa Ma'amar, Vasa get with Chalat. Then Eda made Ma'amar with her, gave her a get, or performed Chalitza with her. Ain Acha Chalitza Klum. There's nothing after Chalitza. That is, after the Chalitza completely removes the Yibum bond, and none of this, the the Chalitza completely removes the Yibum bond, and none of the other acts take effect on her. So if you made Ma'amar after Chalitza, has no effect, and she does not need to get to remove the Ma'amar. Ben Batchila, this applies where they perform Khalisa at the beginning, that is before any act. Ben Bemsa, or in the middle, for example, he gave a get, then perform Khalisa, then Ma'amar. Ben Basof, or at the end, for example, where he gave a get, get, min Ma'amar, Khalisa. In all these cases, once Khalisa is performed, it completely removes the Bumbond, and any Ma'amar made after that has no effect. But that's Khalisa, Vahabi'ila. But when it comes to Bi'ila, cohabitation, Bizman Shehibit Tchila, when it's performed at the beginning, before the acts, in there's nothing that takes effects after it, since it completely erases the Yibum. Bond. So if it does Bia with one widow and they made Ma'ama with the other widow, the first one is his full wife and the second one has no further connection with him and does not need a get to remove that Ma'amar. But Emsa, but formed in the middle. For example, he gave a get and then did Bia and then made Ma'amar. Of Asof, or at the end, for example, he cohabited with her, did Bia, and after giving a get and making a Ma'amar, so right at the end, there is something after it. The other acts do take effect. For example, if he makes Ma'amar afterwards with one of the other widows, it does take hold because the cohabitation was flawed and a flawed cohabitation does not completely erase the Yibum bond. So, for example, if he gave a get to one widow, then did Bia with the second widow, and then made Ma'amar with the third widow, he's forbidden even to the relatives of the third and must give her a get. Similarly, if he gave a get to one, Ma'amar with a second, Bia with a third, or, or, and then Bia with either of them, Ma'amar with a third widow would take effect and he would become forbidden to her relatives. Now, Rabbi Nechemiah, Rabbi Nechemiah says, With both Bia and Chalitza, the law is the same, whether it's beginning, middle or end, there's nothing after Rabbi Nechemiah holds that the rabbis were actually not strictly regarding the flawed Bia, and it completely erases the Yibun bond, just as Chalitza does. Peg Vav, Mishnah Aleph. So this Mishnah teaches that the act of cohabitation accomplishes Yibum, even if the Yavam or the widow did not intend it for Yibum. So let's say one who does Bi'ah with his Yavama, Ben Bashogeg Ben whether mistakenly, so he thought she was a different woman, or deliberately, she knew, and he knew she was his Yavama, but his intention was not for the mitzvah of Yibum. He just did it for enjoyment. Ben Ba'ones Ben Brasson, whether he was forced to carpet it with her, or did so willingly for the sake of Yibum. So as in, if he intended it for Yibum, it's obviously a valid Yibum, and the Mishnah does not need to mention it. The words Ben Ba'ones are added here only because we have Ben Ba'ones Ben Ba'ason is a common legal phrase, okay? So we're not going to be, learn, not, not necessarily learn any implication for that, but Ben Ba'ones, whether he was forced to, Ben Ba'ason, or only, Afilu haya shogeg even if neither of them had the correct intentions, for example, he was mistaken and she was deliberate, so he mistook her for a different woman and she recognized him, but her intention was not for the sake of the mitzvah, who mezid vihi or he was deliberate and she was mistaken, who anus vihi anusa, or he was forced and she was not, rather she was either mistaken or deliberate, he anusav hulanos, or she was forced and he was not. Rather, he was either mistaken or deliberate. And even if both of them were mistaken, and even if both of them were deliberate, mistaken or forced, 
Echad Hamara, and whether he began the whether he began the acts of carbonation and did not complete it. So even the beginning of of the Maaser is enough to create a valid Yibum bond. Vechad Hagoma, whether he completed the acts of Yibum, Kana. In all these cases, he has acquired the Yivama as his wife and has fulfilled the mitzvah of Yibum. Therefore, the Yivama acquires his brother's estates, and she can be released from him only through divorce and not Chalisa. Okay, an ordinary marriage where both the man and woman must intend for the action to take effect. That's in an ordinary marriage. Yibum is valid either, even if neither the man nor the woman intended to have it for that purpose. This is known from a biblical source. Now, and additionally, the Torah did not distinguish in this regard between natural cohabitation and unnatural cohabitation. That is, even if he was uh, in an unnatural manner, he has acquired her as his wife. Okay, have a great day.